Hey guys, welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis. And in today's video, we're gonna go over the difference between 1099 or W-2ing your employees. There are so many entrepreneurs that get stuck in this conundrum of not knowing whether or not they should be providing a 1099 or if they should be bringing on their employee as an employee. If you are in this situation where you're transitioning from a solopreneur to a real entrepreneur, then that means it requires people to become successful. And I want you to know whether or not you should be 1099 these employees or if you should be providing them a W-2. Let's dive in. All right guys, now part of the reason why this is such a big topic is because if an employee is miscategorized as a contractor, you could be subject to big fines and penalty fees. Now, W-2 employees who are miscategorized as independent contractors can sue your business for benefits that they were denied. These benefits can include health insurance, sick pay, and the minimum wage. Since there's so many legal ramifications that could come up when deciding between a 1099 versus a W-2 employee, we're gonna spend some time discussing what is a 1099 employee versus what is a W-2 employee. So let's dive in. So let's define what a 1099 worker is. A 1099 worker is someone who is working for you on a specific amount of time as specified in a contract, normally a written contract. Some 1099 workers only work one project at a time, but many serve multiple clients providing a service within their expertise. Independent contractors such as freelancers and consultants are business owners, which means they're self-employed and they pay for their own taxes. Most of the time, businesses hire W-2 employees to work with them for an undetermined amount of length of time. So this is where the true telltale sign comes in. There's typically a contract, it's defining the amount of time someone is going to be working for you. Different than when you have an employee, there really isn't a specified time they might be working with you. They might be there for perpetuity. This leads me into today's sponsor, Melio. Melio is a payment application that allows for me to pay my contractors easy and effortlessly. Now, part of the reason why I like using Melio is because Melio works with anyone who needs to get paid because I have a lot of vendors that sometimes want to receive only checks from me when I'm the type of person that's always on the computer sending things off via ACH. So I can log into Melio, choose how I wish to pay, and then on the back end, they can receive the payment how they wish to receive it via check or via bank transfer. So Melio will deliver the check for me and mail it out to the customer, making my life so much easier. Now, here's the real kicker with Melio that I like. I get to determine when the money comes out of my bank account. Hmm. So I get to manage my cash flow. And if you're a business owner that is looking to manage your cash flow, you're probably doing this inside of some type of program such as QuickBooks. Melio links to my QuickBooks. So I get to manage my cash flow and manage when I want the money coming out of my bank account. Something that I've wanted control over for a long time but didn't have control over until I downloaded Melio. When it comes to using Melio, I love using Melio because I pay my videographer. A lot of people ask me all the time, Carl, who does your videos? Mike Zuniga Films is who does my videos. So Mike will send me an invoice. I jump on Melio and will pay the invoice on Melio. He likes to receive checks. I can choose to pay with my credit card since I like getting all the bonus points that my credit card offers me and then he gets the check on his end. Everything's done through Melio and then QuickBooks picks up everything because QuickBooks syncs with my Melio account. My life became a lot easier because I, I was able to decide when I wanted the money coming out of my bank account. I can schedule when I decide to have the money pulled from my bank account, giving me more cash flow as a business owner if I need it to go spend money on other items that make me money at the, at the same time. So guys, if you're just looking for 
a way in which you can manage your cash flow, be able to pay out your vendors and not have to do the whole check anymore because checks is old, then Melio might be the program for you. And I have a link below in which you can click to get signed up, play around with it. Let me know what you like and I'll answer any questions that you guys have. Now back to this video. All right, so what are W-2 employees? Well, W-2 employees are what you think of. They're your typical salaried employees. They are not like business owners, which means they aren't working for themselves. And when you work as an employee, you are guaranteed at minimum, minimum wage. That's a federal and a state law requirement. Companies withhold their W-2 workers' social security and Medicare tax, and they pay employer payroll taxes. So this is a different exercise that a business owner has to go through. When you have an employee as opposed to an independent contractor, you're paying payroll taxes to have the employee, and they must be paid at least minimum wage. In most cases, a company can let an employee go for poor performance or any other valid non-discriminatory reason. An independent contractor, on the other hand, works and receives pay according to the terms of a signed contract between the parties, and they also pay their own taxes. And that's a real big difference. When you're an employee, you have taxes being withheld from every single paycheck. When you're an independent contractor, you are managing your own taxes, and that's a real key difference. Admittedly, the line between a W-2 employee and a 1099 employee can become very blurry. So the IRS has created a three-part test to determine whether or not someone should be categorized as an independent contractor in your business or if they should be categorized as a W-2 employee. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over those three tests right now to determine if you'll be categorizing your employees as independent contractors or W-2. All right, test number one, behavioral. Does your business control what, where, and how the employee carries out the work that's being done in your business? If I'm an employee, I know that I'm showing up, I'm being told when to show up, I'm being told how to do my job, I was trained on how to do my job, and I may not even have my own equipment to do the job. So my behavior of my role has been taken away from me when I'm an employee. And I've been, I adopt a behavior that my employer wishes me to have in order to find success in his operation. Different though, when I'm a contractor, when I'm a contractor, I might be able to show up at my own time. I might be able to determine how I do my work. I might determine when I do my work and where I choose to do my work. And this is the difference between an employee and an employer, the behavior test. Test number two, the financial test. Who controls the economic aspects of the worker's job? What, is, what does that even mean? Well, I think about my videographer, right? My, my videographer, his name is Mike Zuniga. I hired Mike as a contractor to be able to work inside of my organization to film videos for me. These YouTube videos that I do, my Instagram videos that I do, he's the one who does the editing behind it. But I'm not telling Mike how he should be running that job. I just hired him to do a specific job for me. Edit 100 videos a year and I want them done by this amount, this time. He could choose how he wishes to go about doing the work. He could choose where he wishes to do the editing for the work. He could choose whether or not he wants to do work for other individuals. So financially, he is not being controlled. The aspects of how he earns his money isn't being controlled. Additionally, it was written in a contract between me and Mike how he was gonna get paid, right? Additionally, how I pay out my contractors is a key part. When you are thinking about 1099 versus W-2, a contractor typically is paid based on a stipulated amount written in a contract. So when I hired Mike to film videos for me, it was written in a contract exactly how much he was gonna get paid, which means he can go out and sign another contract with someone else on how much he wants to get paid from them and how much he wants to get paid from somebody else. He's not dictated to only working for me and only receiving finances from me. But when you're a salaried employee, you 
you're trading your time for dollars. I'm not controlling Mike in how he can do his work. I'm just saying I just need this final product delivered based on this contract here. I'm not telling him how to do his job, where to do his job, and the nature of his job. I'm just writing out a contract saying this is what I need done. So the financial aspect of his job is not being dictated by the employer who hired him for the job. That is the true difference. I contracted him for a specific role. I didn't hire him to be an, an employee inside of my organization. So the financial aspects aren't going to be in control. He has control of his own finances. Test number three, type of relationship. What is the relationship between you and the employee that you wish to hire? Do you provide this worker with employee benefits? What are the lengths and the terms of this relationship? And more importantly, it has it been defined. When you're thinking about relationships with your employees, if you're a contractor, your relationship's only for a specific amount of time. Different than when you are hiring an employee. There is an undefined amount of time when you're hiring an employee. I have people that tell me, Carlton, I signed a three-year contract. I'm going to be working for this company for this amount of time. That's a contract you sign. It was defined. It makes sense why you're being paid as the 1099 employee. They're only contracting you for a specific amount of time. On the contrary, you might be someone who just got hired by Tesla and you're going to be there for the duration of time. They're working on uh, workers' compensation for you, employee benefits. They're sitting up here giving you stock options. You're in there for the long haul. What the employee's classification process boils down to is the business owner's control over the employee. That is the most important thing that we have to understand. Where is the control? If the company controls most of the employee's work, then the employee is most likely a W-2 employee. If the employee has a good degree of independence, the employee is most likely a 1099 contractor. But what we wanna talk about next is what are the advantages to being a 1099 contractor and what are the advantages to being a W-2 employee? Let's go over the advantages to being a 1099 contractor. All right, so what's one of the advantages to having a 1099 contractor? Well, I would say advantage number one is that you're hiring someone with a specialized expertise. When I decided to take it upon myself to contract out certain employees, I knew that they had a skill set in whatever they were doing. If they're a customer service, I'm gonna contract someone to do customer service. If they're a videographer, for example, I'm gonna contract one of the best videographers in the game. So when you're contracting somebody, you can get someone with a specialized expertise to fulfill on a role or service that you need inside of your organization. So that's gonna be advantage number one. Advantage number two is that you get to have some of your time back. The flexibility that in a, a contractor can give you might be able to give you some of your control and time back. I have a lot of clients who run their businesses using completely virtual assistants. Everything is VA. They have contractors doing everything. It allows for them to have the flexibility. They have contractors that are working between all types of hours of the day because some of their contractors are in various different countries that have different hours. When you're running a 1099 business and you're hiring out contractors and VAs, you might be able to have flexibility now. Maybe you're hiring customer service that can work 24 seven, 365 days out of the year, whereas an employee who's working inside of an employer's business is only working on the hours that he's getting paid between eight o'clock until five o'clock, right? But maybe you've contracted employees to work at all different times of the hour for your business. This is one of the benefits to having employees categorized as contractors. 
Another advantage is less legal risk on your business. When you hire a contractor, one, you're not paying payroll taxes. Independent contractors are not eligible for workers' compensation coverage, and usually they carry their own personal insurance. So this lowers the business owner's legal liability risk. Last but not least would be lower business costs. When you're a business owner and you're trying to scale, it's easier to scale if you're not having to pay for benefit plans, minimum wage, or vacation or sick time. So a lot of business owners will go down the route of hiring contractors for this specific reason, the ability to scale faster. If I'm not paying out employee benefit plans and setting up 401k plans and having to worry about paying, paying people on days that they're not there, then I'm able to scale my business faster. So this is a advantage to having a contractor, but there are advantages to having W-2 employees. So let's talk about them. All right, so let's go over some of the advantages to being a W-2 employee. Number one, W-2 employees are committed to your company. That's easily the biggest reason why you would want W-2 employees. You treat employees great and they treat your business and you great. That is exactly how it works in business. We have had some employees that have been in our tax firm for over 15 years. Just by the way we treat them, they have done dividends and dividends for our company. The best employees also become marketers for your company. Your, your best employees will end up bringing their family members and their family family members business to your business. So employees who are committed with you end up paying off dividends for you in the long haul. Having W-2 employees can free up a business owner's time. When you think about being a business owner, you're in a frenzy. There's always different jobs and roles and hats that you have to wear. But if you have employees and you hire specific employees to wear those hats for you, you are able to free up your own time. When I started out in business, I was the bookkeeper. I was my own tax accountant. I was my own marketer. I was my own salesperson. Until I was able to hire a salesperson, a bookkeeper, a marketer, I had to wear all of those hats. And so being a business owner may get to a point where you need permanent people that are committed with you in roles that you no longer want to do yourself. And that's why having an employee that's committed ends up buying you some of your time back. And last and probably the most important is you only have to train employees one time, at least if they're good employees. If you're someone that's looking to scale a business, yes, you can scale having contractors, but there might become a point where your contractors leave you and you gotta go hire more contractors and do this whole process over again of a constantly replacing contractors. Well, maybe you would want to just have one really solidified employee that you trained one time and you know that employee's with you for the duration of your business's perpetuity. So you created processes and procedures on how you're gonna train that individual and then now that employee can go and train other people for you. Hmm, doesn't that lead to scaling? It absolutely does. And this is another aspect that why business owners will choose to have employees inside of their organization. They don't wanna to spend too much time having to train. So what I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna go over some scenarios right now so that you guys can have a better understanding of deciphering W-2 versus 1099 contractor inside your organization. All right, so the scenario is, is you're working on a short-term project and you need temporary help to complete it. 1099 contractor or W-2? 10 seconds. Ah, I'm impatient. Let's go ahead and give you the answer. The answer is an independent contractor. What were the defining factors that I said? I said I had a short-term project and I needed temporary help. That obviously leads to me probably having someone for a specific amount of time. Hmm, specific amount of times are typically written contracts. Contractor, easy. Let's go to scenario number two. You own a retail store and your sales increase drastically during the holiday season. So you're thinking about bringing on additional help. W-2 or independent contractor, 10 seconds. 
All right, we're up. Employee, did you guess that one? Why would I have an employee work with me during busy time period? Well, typically I'm gonna probably have to choose how they're gonna do their job for, for me, right? They're working inside of my, my retail store along with my other employees. So I need them to show up at a particular time. I'm dictating how they're gonna do their job. I'm dictating when they leave and I'm probably gonna pay them a salary. Employee, employee, employee written all over it. And these should become easier as we work through this. Let's go into scenario number three. There's a function in your business like bookkeeping that needs to be completed on a regular basis, but it only takes a couple of hours a week to do. W2 employee or 1099 contractor for this position? 10 seconds. contractor. Did you guess it? Why? Only a couple hours, right? Am I going to hire someone full time for a job that's only a couple of hours? Do I need someone full time for a job that's only a couple of hours? Could they do the bookkeeping from their own house, from their own laptop, from anywhere in the world? Probably if they have internet and Wi-Fi, right? We're living in the correct day and age. So I'm going to contract out this employee. If they're not doing work on a regular and continuous basis for me, I'm probably going to 1099 that person. Okay, so let's say you've had several bad employee experiences over the past, so the next employee that you're looking to hire, you're, you wanna test drive it, right? You wanna bring them in for a little while, short period of time, to see if they're gonna be a great fit with your organization. Employer 1099, 10 seconds. Time's up, even on a trial basis, even on a trial basis, if you're dictating where, when, and how an employee shows up, gets paid, or what job they're doing, they are an employee inside of your organization. I'm sorry, even if it's on a trial basis. I have this one come up all the time. Carlton, I'm, I'm trying someone out in my organization. I'm just gonna carry them 1099 right now and then see if I wanna W2 them. Hold on a minute, buddy. Are you controlling what they're doing? Are they showing up where you want them to show up? Are you dictating how they do their job? Hmm. I don't want you to get into a workers' compensation audit. Let's go ahead and place them on W-2 now, okay? We don't wanna get sued and we don't want anybody coming after our wallets. <laughs> now let's say your business has a distinct set of processes and procedures that must be followed in order for your business to produce a product. Should that person be a W-2 employee or 1099 contractor? 10 seconds. W-2, you thought right, didn't you? I'm glad you guys are learning. That person's gonna be a W-2 employee, but what's the reason why? When you are hiring a W-2 employee and training them in your business's processes and procedures, they're adopting your techniques and behavioral patterns to find success in your organization, which screams those three rules that we talked about earlier. Behavioral, financial, and relationship. His relationship now is controlled by your behavior and you are now dictating how he wishes to earn his income, which means employee, employee, employee. So this has been extremely fun. I love going over scenarios. I love giving you examples. I love that you guys are gonna download Melio after this video. But most importantly, if you are worried about whether or not you should be paying someone 1099 versus W-2, you do have a means for figuring it out. You can contact a tax firm or you can file form SS8 and submit it to the IRS. Yes, it may take about six months for the IRS to respond to you, but this is a way in which you can let the IRS know that you're unsure of whether or not an employee should be an employee or should be a 1099 contractor, and the IRS will make a determination for you. So that form is called the S. 
S8 form. And if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to schedule a free consultation with my tax team by visiting the links below. My name is Carlton Dennis. I love doing these videos for you guys and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. If you could do something for me before you jump off, like, comment, subscribe, hit that little bell button. I look forward to seeing you on the next video. Over and out. Ooh.